0: I'm Tom Schultz, host of Voices of Montana. Thanks for joining us for the podcast today, brought to you by Blackfoot Communications.
1: Does your home qualify for a $70 discount on your internet bill? Blackfoot Communications is proud to partner with the FCC to help ensure that households can afford the broadband necessary for work, school, healthcare, and more. For more information on this federal program and to see if your household qualifies for a discount on your internet service, visit goblackfoot.com slash ACP. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications.
0: We learned uh, some big news this week uh, when Monday the company, Sydney Sugars, put out a press release saying that the sugar beet processing plant there, which has been in operation for roughly 100 years um is is going to be closing and of course uh you know we we have talked about how important uh, well, it still is ag in montana it's still the number one industry anywhere from two billion to sometimes you know on good years it can be four to five billion dollars uh, on a yearly basis so very very important let's talk with commissioner tesky he is from prairie county dennis Teske, a farmer in the area a farmer and rancher in the area and a former uh member i think of the board with uh, american crystal sugar company and good morning commissioner how you doing
1: good morning very well thank you
0: appreciate you uh, coming on board today uh, and again it was sort of um, a, lat- a late notice so thank you for that very much appreciate that um you know when when you you said as we were talking a bit earlier this is sort of an era coming to an end it's sort of been a slow walk so you you've sort of seen the challenges uh that this processing plant has had over the years
1: well, I, I I just grew beets from '95 until 2007, and uh, we saw some changes from Imperial to Holly, and then from Holly to American Crystal. And uh, farming is not my background. I've been a farmer for 30 years. Prior to that, I was in business retail, uh, and there's certain things you learn about profitability, and and of course, the the former sugar, sugar companies were. We're stapling in the area and the region because that is regional, uh, going up to Culbertson, clear down to a mile city for beets and, and over into North Dakota. So for a regional process that's important to the region. Uh, it's just not the jobs in Sydney. It reaches out further than that. Uh, there's rotational, uh, needs farmers have between crops for disease and, and weeds and, and that sort of thing. But growing sugar beets, uh, the equipment's expensive processing, every, the, the EPA regulations, everything you jump through is, is expensive. But in the former years, we always found a way with management. They understood we were partners. Uh, they had the plant. We, and, and they felt as we were partners cause we had the beets and, but it was when a farmer owned co-op crystal took over, uh, that sort of started changing a bit. They, they let us know right at the first board meeting that it was profitability and what's called a blue card. Farmers are paid off a blue card. Uh, that's contract for your tons and amount sugar that's in, in those beets. Uh, that's how you're paid. And there for a while, uh, it it, it was tough. And then world sugar, of course, affects the, the price of sugar, sugar went up and, and everybody was making money and it was pretty good. Uh, and then the world market changed, had an abundant supply of sugar, prices went down, and, of course, the the cooperative, American Crystal, is looking where, do, where do they make ends meet. And usually it meant the farmer's back pocket. We just mm-hmm. cut the blue card and, and life would be good. But the farmer, at some point, he just cannot grow. And in oh seven, we hit that point. It just become unprofitable. That's the year we quit. And the growers virtually walked out. There had been about forty-five thousand acres growing for sugar beets, which is uh, good for the region, like I said. Mm-hmm. But it's also good for the company—more uh, sugar processing utilization, spreading costs over over more acres, more more tons of beets. And when that slowdown hit, uh, we couldn't we couldn't come to agreement. Uh, at that time, we had a. An accountant, and and it, that's just the way life is. A guy that w- didn't grow up in the bean industry, didn't grow up on a farm. It's just the numbers, and and uh, he couldn't make his ends meet. So we go and and jack the price up. Sometimes the consumer won't buy anymore. That's what happens, and we're in inflationary period now, and seeing that reflection that people stop spending money. And, and same way in the growers' world, we we stopped, and I think that year there were only. Twelve to 15,000 acres grown in oh seven, And Sydney Sugars learned real, real quick that they need the total sum to, to make it work for the whole region. Uh, we came to terms on that. But one thing that would that I brought out to them in those years is as on the board, you go out and see your farmers and get contracts signed. And I reported back to the co-op that the only thing older than the farmer on his farm was his beet equipment. And he's not investing. Uh, he's nervous about the future, expensive. Uh, what's our next beet contract? When you, when you deal with three years, you can't pay for a, a quarter million digger in three years. It's impossible. So the market's unstable, and people tend to, to walk away from that or not invest in that waiting for another shooter to, to drop and and it's been a while uh, uh all business in life it's about relationships and i i never we quit growing in seven because i felt like there wasn't a, a real strong relationship to try to keep our young people in the area on the farms uh helping them stay profitable because you just get a bunch of old growers growing beets year after year, at eventually that that tipping point happens, and it and it appears just uh, like you. I read in the paper, and they're down to roughly less than twenty thousand acres. And if that's the forecasting of the future, of course it's not profitable. And as a retailer, how do you fill your shelves up? How do you get those acres? And and if if they want those beet acres back to the valley. Uh, then there's no there's no recourse to the growers out here to try to, to make it more profitable or, or how can we figure this thing out together. And that's what business is. It's always trying to figure out what's best for your customer. And we were, as growers, the customer of American Crystal.
0: Yeah, and it says here, um, you're right about these acreage in 1990. This is a, from a report that came out of the Glendive Ranger Review. Um, forty five thousand acres in, in the '90s and now down to about eighteen, thousand uh, part of that there 's a discrepancy here is that uh, the sugar company is saying we just don 't have the, the kind of acreage. You have noted though that those contracts over the years have uh, decreased uh, those, those reductions the I guess they're, uh, uh, the pay for that, the compensation has been um, re- reduced as well, I guess to keep the uh, the sugar plant going um, what happens with those contracts now, or you you have moved out um, of sugar beets and this was oh seven and successfully into to something else, I suppose that's going to be the case for a lot of these growers in the region, but as a county commissioner there and someone who's, who's uh, you know got your finger kind of on the pulse a little bit uh, what um, what's going to replace that in the economy or what's what's the feeling uh, among those producers there? Uh, about what's next
1: well farmers are pretty resilient yeah. uh, when we look at a problem whether it's cabin in the spring or the fall or or harvest in business there's always difficulties there's always problems and you just figure your way out and and these folks of mine these neighbors they're they're not new to the game they've they've been around and 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 what we did on our farm, and other farmers will do the same thing, is, is uh, we started growing soybeans uh, for a very good contract, and they were hauled to Jamestown, and it's profitable for the non-GMO crowd. is is profitable for us. Uh, corn, alfalfa, uh, raised more cows. Uh, we've just come out of drought years. Hay was was pretty substantial. But, of course, that's not true. Sure. It's those things that happen where you have prof- profitability. Wheat back in in 10 and 12 uh, contracts for 20 bucks, And those are healing times. Those are times to buy machinery because you've got a 179 looking at you and you can trade profitability for investing in your farm for more equipment. Those things are all important. And and our farmers, this hurts. Don't get me wrong. This This is a blow to this city of sydney gotta be I, I read like you did 300 jobs that that hurts uh and and it hurts not having a processor because it wasn't just sydney it's the region and now what we'll find is uh, life after after beats if they truly do go through this and it looks like they will just close it uh, they'll have a cleanup for a 100 years that that will be daunting for them mm. it's, it's not going to be easy for them either and but the lentils are growing more in the area, more on, on dry land. Uh, I, like I said, uh, soybeans are coming more. We have a, a pinto bean plant in in the town of Cherry. Uh, crops will be hauled further away, uh, it, it, but there there's still a lot of opportunities to to grow a variety of crops.
0: Can they re- can they repurpose that plant to process um, something besides sugar?
1: Well, the 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 thing that makes that amazing is back in the I think it was in the '90s, maybe even the '80s, when uh, we weren't growing then, but uh, but we got an opportunity to pay. Uh, we went fifty fifty the growers and and uh, Holly Sugar, and we built those silos. So there's a tremendous amount of storage there. Mm-hmm. I can't see that just going by the wayside. I I think somebody somewhere will see some value, and I, I wouldn't have any idea what a processor would think or want or refurbish. Like I said, there's there's going to be, there's a pond out back of that thing, and there's going to be a tremendous amount of dollars spent on cleanup on that thing, and, and I, I just don't know what would move in there.
0: I wonder if they're going to, I mean, uh, that's yet to to kind of come here, too, but, you know, typically companies then uh, that close, I don't know, I, I, I'm i just guessing here but then you see a bankruptcy and and then the the state is is going to be responsible for some of that cleanup. Uh, I don't know if that's the case. I mean that 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 can happen here too, but that's something to keep track of as well, commissioner. I appreciate that. What um give us your sense uh, again uh, of how people are feeling there. As you kind of noted uh the era coming to an end. Um that's uh, kind of a those are tough words to swallow a little bit, aren't they? Well they are. There's
1: there's nostalgia. There's history. It wasn't just me growing beef. It was my dad and my grandfather. Uh, some of those old timers in the Sydney area, their grandfathers were the first growers to to haul beets there. So it's not. It's a. It's a way of life. It's. It's what they do. It, this will not be easy for a lot of reasons. In the last several years, what made Sydney sugars so good. Uh, for the companies that that uh, process beets here was our, our growing length of time the quality of beets we were hauling that was to advantage uh, and it spreads your risk out we we may not had hail here but in the Red River Valley disease or hail or it's it spreads your liabilities yeah it spreads spread your risk over a wider area and there's some tremendous advantages to that and. Sometimes companies don't look at that. it's the the here, today, and the dollar and as, and as far as our growers, uh, they are going to miss that. but sometimes uh, it's been troubling because when your company keeps cutting, as I referred to before the blue card, keeps cutting your paycheck, and now how do you how do you pay for inflated fuel like we are oils? Uh, repairs and and even getting repairs sometimes on on our farm we're waiting two months for a part for a tractor that doesn't work in in the sugar beet world you have a window of time to get those beets in so I, I think some farmers are going to look at this that that uh, pretty sad because it, it was their farm that's they were sugar beet people yeah. sugar beet farms and. And But others, I think, I'm hearing that it's kind of early. They'll just take that off the scenario, go on living their lives and do something else. Because the contract, when you're marginal, breaking even, and you got to have the right year to be profitable, I don't care what business you're in, it, it, it takes the fun out. It takes the future out because you start looking at your children or grandchildren, can they even do this, and and why would they do that? Yeah. yeah. So I think some in some part of the uh, the folks are they're relieved it's done we'll just do something else and, and but there's always that part we've done this for 100 years and how does how do you walk away from that, that
0: well like uh, you said
1: your, your heart hangs in that
0: yeah yeah we're we're pretty resilient though uh commissioner dennis tasky uh, tasky, uh thank you commissioner i appreciate that i gotta run i'm i'm uh, behind um but okay. looking forward to chatting with you down the road thank you sir okay
1: thanks Bye-bye.